Hello and welcome to the program. G'day. What's up? Uh, what do you mean? What's up? We'll just, do you want to have a chat? Sure. <laughs> Isn't that what this is? Yeah, I know. So you're allowed to lead the conversation yeah, sometimes. Yeah, okay. Because no, normally mean... I'll ask you a question to start this. But I thought, you know what? That's Hang probably on. predictable. Is it International Women's Day? Am I yeah, allowed to I... actually speak? That's Just great. today. Just today. And speaking of women, mm. how wrecked is it that they can work in the same place as men? Okay. I found a pamphlet from the 1940s that was <laughs> to instruct men on how to allow women to join the how workforce. How can you lose your phone charger but find a 1940s pamphlet about women introducing the The internet workforce? is full of many wonders, Tim. Right. That being one of them. Now, uh, have you got anything you'd like to apologise for? You were a bit sassy and I stole the cameras that we used to record things here at the station. Why did you steal them? I can't remember what I did. Because you said something very hurtful. I've got them here. Do you what want them What did I back? say? I no, remember. I don't really care. All right, the show's good. over. In the bin now. Oh, don't put them in the bin. There are. They're like, we paid for them. I don't care. I'll put yours in the bin. Mine. Oh, you already broke my case. Wow. Of my, of I my, broke your my case, film. did I? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't break it. No, that's fair. <laughs> That was a good shift to blame. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Okay. It wasn't it me. It was directly it me. Was absolutely. No, but that's okay. I don't care. Oh, how good is it? It's Friday. Well, it, it's Friday for us, but it could be like, someone could be listening to this on Christmas Day. Christmas 20, Day. 2017. Hey, if it's Christmas <laughs> Day. back in time. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I hope you're enjoying some time with your family. Yeah. Clearly you are because you're listening to us. And Ben, you know who you are. Merry Christmas. Oh, could be a Ben. That's sad. What do you mean? Like... I just imagine Ben sitting alone. If you're with his listening iPod. to us on our, on your Christmas day, something's gone wrong somewhere yeah. along the line. Anyway, enjoy the show. I'm a for Tim and Jess can get enough. CQ's hits. Good morning. It is Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Uh, it's all thanks to Reef City Motors. So every time we have a new thing. How much did you pay the music department to let you use the Jonas Brothers for the opener? I did not send 32 <laughs> emails saying, hey, can we make a, a radio show start of music with Jonas Brothers suckering? I didn't send those emails. If you go to my email account, you might see some emails sure. from a person with a similar name. But that's completely unrelated. Absolutely. <laughs> Tune though. Hey, happy R&B Fridays wherever yes. you are around Central Queensland. Oh, I can't wait for some R&B bangers this morning. I need them. You I need, need them? them to get me into the weekend. Okay, well I'll try. Give me some good ones. I'll give you good ones later. <laughs> Jeez, in Jason Derulo's in like twenty minutes. Good, like peak. JD. Jason Derulo or Jason Derulo? No, just Jason. Oh, okay. Just Mr. Mr. Derulo. Business Jason. Before he got his fun dreadlocks. <laughs> but look, uh, we after 8am as well, uh, there is a sexy circus coming to town. Ooh. And we have a double pass uh, for those of you that are 18 plus. Because oh, this circus is not for kids. Not for children. You will not be seeing any clowns. Well, you might <laughs> see some clowns, but they'll be sexy clowns. <laughs> Imagine the clown from It. <laughs> oh, but he's no. like got like... If only you could see the dance that Tim just did. Yeah, I, wow. I do apologise. But look, big news coming uh, in the last 24 hours involves Australia's relationship with the country of Turkey. Look, a lot of people from Australia heading over to Turkey for Anzac Day celebrations. Of course, Gallipoli is a very popular place in April. Mr Scott Morrison suggesting that maybe you need to rethink your travel plans. We'll go through all the information about what's being set up next. 
on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Tensions are high across the globe right now, um, especially yeah. with Muslim communities. Uh, after the attacks in New Zealand a yeah. week ago, the Islamic faith has been definitely put under a microscope. It doesn't mean that certain people should have the right to speak out about these things. Uh, yeah, it's always tricky because people want to speak out, but then people take advantage of the situation and try and use these events to, uh, to gain something for their own benefit. The leader of Turkey has come out and said something a little inappropriate. Yes. As the Turkish president, he should know better than to make such yep. terrible claims when thousands upon thousands of Australian and New Zealand people yeah. will be heading over to Turkey in the next month. Well, Anzac Day is coming up. And the president's name, and forgive me if this pronunciation is incorrect, it's Tayyip er- Erdogan. Mm-hmm. Erdogan. Uh, and he has said some uh, quite intense things. And our own Prime Minister, Mr Scott Morrison, uh, hasn't taken the words very kindly. Basically, he said... At an election rally, your grandparents came, some of them returned in coffins. What business did you have here? We had no issues with you. Why did you come all the way here? The only reason, we're Muslim, they're Christian. I don't know. Your grandparents came here and they returned in caskets. I have no doubt we will send you back like your grandfathers. Wow. That is a huge statement. It's a big threat. That is not okay. Uh, in any mi- Forget what has been happening in the last week or so. It's not okay regardless. Well, um, obviously the remarks weren't taken well by our own Prime Minister. Mm -hmm. uh, And Mr Morrison said, look, uh, these are offensive to Australian and they're very reckless uh, because it's a very sensitive issue at the moment. Yeah. And and especially the connection that Australia and Turkey, it looks like they had been building a very popular relationship with Anzac Day, the connection, because you can always look back on world wars from 70 years ago and go, yes, at the time, uh, we were fighting against one another, but we're, here we are now. We're, we're getting together, and Gallipoli especially is one place where many Australians go to celebrate their families and what Australians did for this country many, many years ago. It's a real celebration of a, a rich history, um, and now they're warning that you need to maybe reconsider your travel to oh, Gallipoli for Anzac Day. It's so tricky because I think a turkey for a lot of people is high on the destination list because it's so different. Mm. Like, it's in the middle of two massive different areas of our world, in between Europe, in between Scandinavia, in between Asia. It's kind of this mix, and it's a def- if you've never been there, it's a crazy place in the best ways, and it seems like culturally it does have these sort of sensitive topics that people are a bit concerned about. They're not saying not to go yet. Just exercise caution if you do. Um, And look, we'll keep you up to date as more information comes through. Absolutely. And uh, if you are heading over for Anzac Day, uh, as Jess said, just be careful. Just be careful. Get up with Tim and Jess. Millie Vanilli. Baby, don't forget my number. For your R&B Fridays, uh, the only German R&B duo that I'm aware of. Of course... 
actually wasn't real, the whole Millie Vanilli thing. It was a scam. It was a fraud. I mean, rocked the 80s. Oh, mate, I was shook and I wasn't even born. <laughs> but a very fake German duo. But I want to talk about a real German duo that's in central Queensland right now. Oh, Guten Tag. Yes, Guten Tag indeed. It's a it's a young German couple com- currently on a holiday in Australia, Sophie Fischer. And Joshua Cooper. Oh, wunderbar. Yes, wunderbar indeed. And uh, But the situation, not wunderbar. Nick so good. N- yeah, see. Um, see? Okay. <laughs> no, this and is we're serious. in Italy. This is serious because <laughs> something te- genuinely terrible has happened. Yep. So they've been travelling around Australia for a very long time. They're currently in Rockhampton, have been since the weekend. And uh, unfortunately, at some point since they've arrived in Rocky, they have lost the hard drive with all of the video photos from their entire trip here in no. Australia. Just months and months worth of That's material. awful. And uh, they've gone to the news. They're going, guys, help. We, we need this. Oh. We, we, we need to find. And yes, we do need to find. And uh, the last place that they remember having it was near the Rocky Library. Right. It's in like a case. Like a black and green, black case with a green outline. I've oh, seen good. the photo. So it looks like a generic hard drive. Yes, generic hard drive. But if we do employ you, if you see this, get in touch with the Rocky Library, send it there because these poor guys, they just want to go back after their holiday. And how much of a shame would it be if you didn't have all those photos and videos? There is hope because there was that lady on the Gold Coast a few years ago. She was like, she lost her GoPro while she was swimming. Oh, and it's washed up in It washed up on the shore. She got all her photos back just like eight years later. All right. Well, let's just try and make it a bit more uh, time friendly. (laughs) But um, because obviously for Sophie and Joshua, this this could be a really upsetting situation. Yeah. And uh, we're here in central Queensland. We want to think that we can help. Obviously, like, if you see it, just... Do the right thing. Hand it in to your local police. Um, I'm sure they'll be very, very grateful. Absolutely. You never know. They might take you to the German sausage van in town. Cut it first. Now I want a German sausage. I'm sorry. They're not open. Get me a Kransky. All right. Who? Kransky? Kransky. Oh, sorry. I'm not as German as you. Yeah, that's right. One fifteenth. Tim and Jess. (laughs) Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. Last September, we saw the Australian population finally hit 25 yeah, million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always assumed, I don't know if it's because when I was in primary school, I assumed we were just 21 million all the time. Really? They just like, sorry. Like someone told you that and you never birth. questioned it again. Stop giving birth. We can't have any more. <laughs> we finally hit 25 million. And of course, that's, you know, births and also people migrating over to Australia. Yeah. And the biggest um, detail that we missed in the whole census data sure. was that a surge in Chinese arrivals in recent years has finally made them the number one migrant group. Edging out New Zealand for the first time ever. Well, there is a significant amount more people in China than there are in New Zealand. It's true. It was about to happen someday. A billion in China (laughs) and almost a few million in New Zealand. And they're on the way to Australia. Well, I think it's great because I believe I overheard, and it's a very tricky situation, of course, but I believe that they might be capping the intake that Australia has at 133,000 people a year mm-hmm. migrating to the country, which sounds like a lot of people. 
It does sound like a lot of people. It's, it's a bit not worrying. that many. I did a... Uh, <laughs> when I first started in radio, I did a documentary on overpopulation. Did you? And Australia... Were you working for the ABC at the time? No, I was trying to. <laughs> I, uh, I found out that... 43 million is the most Australia can support. Really? For, sources, for resources and land space. And that's like with people moving far out into the country, Well, that's right? the thing. And it's just, well, that never happens. So it's not like they're moving out to 20 yeah. kilometres west of Darwin. Also, you you have no scientific background, so I don't know why I'm trusting you. No, I spoke to data. a scientist that had scientific background. Okay, okay. So that was, my, that was my documentary. You can hear it in hell. <laughs> You no can check out the full story for yourself at hit.com.au. It's all thanks to Heron Island. Discover Heron Island and stay longer with their brand new boat schedule commencing the 3rd of April. It had a really cool name too. What's that? Overpopulation Nation. Oh, wow. Right? I'm so glad you decided to do music. Yeah, me too. Documentary. So is the ABC. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Star and B Fridays, it's a good day to feel good, right? Sure. Um, and we all have bucket list things in our life, right? Yeah, I've got a few things on my bucket list. What's I'd like just to do. before we because we're gonna take a break and then we'll get back into it. What's one thing on your bucket list? I really want to do Machu Picchu. Right. You want to catch Pikachu or you no, want to just see know, the movie that's the coming big out climb in May? In Peru. Oh yeah. I don't care where you go to play okay. Pokemon Go, mate. If that's your bucket list, that's on you. Don't ask me about my bucket list if you're going to mock me for it. Look, I can see the point you're raising. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. I don't know where the phrases come from, but bucket list is a very common term. Did it come before or after that movie, The Bucket List? I think The Bucket List movie was about the phrase sure. bucket list. Okay. But I'm sure Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman really appreciated <laughs> being involved in the part no of No matter where it came from. A bucket list is essentially a list of things yes. that you want to do before we are, our time is up on this planet. Absolutely. And uh, you were saying just earlier that you want to go to Machu Picchu in Peru. That's, yeah, that's one of the things on my bucket list. That's pretty I've neat. I've already ticked off a lot of my bucket list items. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. I would like to climb one of the peaks of the world. Really? I think that would be You cool. want to do the Everest? The small, no, no, no. The smallest <laughs> of the peaks. Just like the Andes or something over in South Kilimanjaro. America. Kilimanjaro. Mount Kosciuszko. Whatever. You name it, I'm going to climb it. But uh, a lady, sorry, a woman over in the UK uh, wanted uh, to tick off her bucket list. Now, she's 104 years old. Oh. Her name is Anne Brokenbrow, and she has dementia. Oh. So the only thing that keeps her bucket list in her memory is a book with the word bucket list on it. And then she doesn't remember completing these bucket items, oh bucket, bucket list items. But she just says, well, if there's a tick next to it, right? She's done it. I must have done it. And she's ticked off one of the big ones, meaning that now she's starting to feel really satisfied with her bucket list. 104 years old, the city of Bristol in the UK. Oh. <laughs> On Anne Brokenbrow's bucket list was to be arrested by the police. Why was that on her bucket list? Don't you think it'd be kind of neat just to be in cuffs once not in the bedroom? Like, oh, it would be kind of neat. <laughs> like, but just just what happened was she went to the local police with the, the carers that went there because they wanted to help her get this done. Sure. And she is 104 years old. A very lovely constable decided to detain her, which on her now per- personal record will say that she has been arrested and at released. At 104. At 104 years old. She can tick that one off the bucket list. That is so sweet. I know, right? 
So now tomorrow morning when she wakes up, yeah. she goes to this book that she's got no idea what it is. She flips through. She goes, I don't remember being arrested by the police. That's oh. pretty cool. I must have been a badass. Could have been for a cocaine deal. Could have been speeding. No, it's because you asked. <laughs> you but asked it's me. but it is lovely regardless. What else is on her bucket list, do you reckon? Oh, I, I don't know. Have a, the correct serving of veggies a day. I think that should all be on our uh, bucket list. But uh, I just think it's a beautiful way to start your, your day this morning, ticking oh. something off your bucket list. Don't get arrested. That's oh, hers. Just walk up to the police. I'm going to ask Butchman next time he's in. Wayne Butcher from Gladstone hey, Police. You're going to detain? You know, the, he's the Gladstone Police Sergeant. He can arrest me. Uh, I think he would rather get you out of the uh, the prison than closer to him. <laughs> He'd be like, nah, you're, you've got a you've got a hall pass. Get out of jail, freak out. <laughs> get up with Tim and Jess. Toy Story. Mate, don't. We've all grown up with it. It's been a real staple since the yeah. beginning of Pixar. Well, the first one came out in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. You got a friend in oh, me. Oh, don't. Oh. <laughs> you got, you got a, friend a friend in me. me. <laughs> Randy Newman. I think, I think the reason Toy Story has resonated so deeply with people our age, Tim, sure. is because we were kids when the first one came out. Right. We're in and our as, young 30s now. As and... Andy grew up. We, we grew, grew up, up with him. With Andy. So when it came to the third movie, I I was still at uni. Yeah. And Andy was just about to go away to college. Oh. And so it it hit me hard. Yeah. And I got stuck in a furnace once. Yeah. And it was a terrifying <laughs> situation. Yes, Toy Story 3 was quite emotional. And Toy Story 4, if you haven't seen the trailer, it is up at our website hit.com.au. Go and watch it. It's incredible. But I have an issue with it. Yeah. Who is it targeting? Who is it targeting? Is it targeting me or is it targeting the you kid? You and I have watched it a f- bunch of times yeah. now. And I don't think Toy Story 4 is for children. Just because it's in the form of a cartoon doesn't mean it's for kids. South Park is a prime example I of I think that. maybe the first Toy Story, fine for kids. Yeah. As it got more complex. It's grown. The characters got more and more complex. And I don't know if a child... Like, I watched the trailer and even I was getting a bit freaked out. It's like the movie How to Train Your Dragon. Too emotional for mm. a kid's movie. If I'm sitting there at 24 years old crying... I've grown in the last two years. I don't yeah. cry at How to Train Your Dragon anymore. <laughs> but back then, oh, boy, was it emotional. It's and I, very intense. I would like to know on 13, 12, 16, because I think people are going to be very de- defensive of this, the older generation. Is Toy Story for kids or adults? Yeah. Who's it for now? I, I would argue that it's just for adults. I don't know that you should take your kids to see Toy Story 4. I don't know if kids are prepared emotionally enough for a film like this. Mm-hmm. 13, 12, 16, please call us. We need help. Is Toy Story for kids or for adults? Get up with Tim and Jess. We've uh, hit a bit of an emotional chord. Well, isn't as that we a speak. fitting song? Yeah. It is. Upsetting. We are Upsetting. talking about Toy Story. Not Toy Soldiers. Uh, Toy because Story. Toy Story... Four. The trailer dropped this week. And you and I haven't been able to stop watching it because it's so intense. Well, and the story looks incredible. Because <sighs> if you haven't seen it, Woody has conflict. Yes. What a shift. <laughs> what a shift in the tilt of the universe. <laughs> and it's just... It's going to be emotional. We already know it's going to be emotional. But you and I have been watching it going, this isn't for kids. Who's it for? Is it for me? Like as a 26-year-old human adult or is it for a three-year-old that likes bright, colourful things? Join us on our Facebook at Hit CQ if you want to let us know um, what you getting, think. Yeah, Donna said, I'm not taking my kids. They're nine and six. 
they wouldn't appreciate it. I don't know that they would understand it. Like, it might be a bit scary for kids. Oh, Toy Story's not really a scary thing. I I was watching the trailer and I was like, this is intense. I, as an adult, I was getting a bit concerned. You really need to work on your... (laughs) Like, if you went on Fear Factor, you would trip over the, the entry of the door uh, do you know, and you would quit. It doesn't matter how many times I've seen um, a Back to the Future, I always panic that he's not going to make it back. But what if he doesn't go back? Well, it's just so touch and go, go for such a long time. Well, I think that's the point. It keeps you in suspense. But we do need to know because I think it has definitely evolved. What started out as a children's uh, film has now evolved into an adult film series. Well, not an ad- adult <laughs> film series. You know what I'm saying. Uh, it's for, it's it's for grown-ups. It's mature. It's yes. very complex. Uh, Michael from Rocky's called through on 13, 12, 16. Michael, what do you think? Is this uh, Toy Story for kids or for adults? Look, I'm going to take my kid along, but we're going for me. <laughs> right. Yep. Look, he'll be there. How old is your kid, Michael? Five. 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 Okay, so you'll okay. probably okay. it'll probably go straight over his head, all the dramatics of it. Yeah, a little 100%. bit. 100%. But it's not going to have the emotional punch that it hits me, but I'm sure he'll enjoy it, but I honestly don't really care. Has he watched the <laughs> other three? No. Oh, he hasn't even seen the other three. Well, well, it's not going to make any been sense. On, but he, he doesn't sit still. Yeah, no, that's fair. But that's okay, though. I think you're right. I think kids should be invited, but they shouldn't be no. made accountable. Do you know what, Michael? Leave the kid at home. If he's not going to sit still, Jeez. you're not going to be able to enjoy the movie. Yeah, I tried doing... You look like a weirdo if you go to the kids' movie on your own. Yeah. No, you don't. Trust me. I got feedback from the uh, staff at the cinemas. <laughs> Just go in the middle of the day. That's that's when there's Even no worse. one in the cinema. Yeah. No, nah, it's... Yeah, I, I will take him along. Cause like, he, he's yeah. got some excitement for it, but he... He, he doesn't know. Because it's the, the colours will get him. But I think on a more important question, Michael, are you ready for the emotions that you're going to feel during Toy Story 4? Well, I wept in three, so I'm not oh, sure I, if I am ready. Did nice. we all? Don't even say it's an individual thing, because we all <laughs> wept co- as a collective. And, Michael, you, all, you bring up emotions, so I don't want to talk about it. We've got to go. All Please. of those toys held hands and embraced you. Yeah, I know, Michael. Oh, okay. I'm aware. Hang up. Just, okay, goodbye, Michael. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, we hung up. It's an inspirational story. It is. But no, I wouldn't be taking kids for it. (laughs) Well, I won't be able to take you to see it then if you're not emotionally ready for it. I am a 27-year-old woman. I thought you were 33. How dare you? Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, Trending now, live from LA with Dean McCarthy, thanks to Heron Island. A lot of people calling for Madame Tussauds Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to remove Michael Jackson. Dean, can you give us all the latest? Yeah, here's the deal on this. So there's been protests ever since the release of the Leaving Neverland two-part documentary. Four hours long. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's pretty terrifying, actually. Uh, anyway, so since then, of course... Everyone who believes the documentary, that there's some people who particularly fans that don't believe it, but those that do have been protesting Madame Tussauds and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to remove Michael Jackson from both of those places. And, in fact, also, obviously, protests to remove him from the Walk of Fame on Hollywood Boulevard. Wow. All three of those are not touching him. So, no one has, just so you know, no one has ever yeah. been removed from the Walk of Fame. Wow. Never once, ever. They've never removed the star. 
um, Madame Tussauds, what they said was every sort of few months they reassess all of the figures. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and they kind of make sure they keep what's relevant, what people want to see, you know, and then they remove ones that become a bit less relevant. But for now, Michael Jackson is not going anywhere. Uh, and, of course, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have never removed anyone either. So Yikes. It's always tricky because he hasn't been convicted and you don't want to start right. that whole, oh, well, this person's right. just in a bad spotlight at the moment. Let's get rid of them. So it's always tricky. They're just exactly right. He has not been convicted. So if he had, maybe it would be different. I don't know. But for now, he technically hasn't. So. Well, Dean... Have you uh, seen it? No, I, I mean, I started watching it. It was too overwhelming. Yeah. I don't have that much time in my life. Yeah. It, it, honestly, yeah. it made me feel sick. I had to turn it off. I yeah. couldn't get through it. It's very, 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 very disturbing. Well, Dean, uh, we appreciate you giving us all the updates uh, for the Michael Jackson story as it goes on. But uh, we also need to know what's happening this Sunday night on your show live from LA at 6 p.m. Oh, my goodness. It is our Dumbo exclusive. So we hit up the red carpet world premiere. And I sat down with Colin Farrell, Denny DeVito and Eva Green in their hotel room to talk all things Dumbo. It is Australian cinemas March 28th. Check it out. So excited for that movie and so excited for Live from LA with Dean McCarthy. Absolutely. Thank you very much, mate. Bye, guys. You can check out that story and heaps more, as always, at hit.com.au. And it's all thanks to Heron Island. Check out their locals-only special offer on now. Coming up next, though, I want to talk to the vegans of CQ. Hello, all seven. Um, more specifically, the people who used to be vegan. Because oh. one popular vegan influencer has been absolutely slammed in the last week because she was caught eating meat. Doing a big old backflip oh. back into Meatland. Can't wait to chat about it. Get up with Tim and Jess. Look, vegans don't traditionally love our show, Tim. They're on the list of people who hate us. So we have vegans, cyclists, <laughs> real estate agents, 39-year-olds and Australians. I don't remember why some of those people hate us, but... I can understand why. That's okay. I want to talk about vegans. Specifically, I want to speak to the vegans that used to be vegan right, and have now returned to a meat-based diet. I think anyone that gives it a crack, uh, I, I send them a thumbs up. My sister, I remember, this has lasted a long time. I think it was like 14 years ago. She's mm. like, I'm going to become a vegetarian. I was like, sure. And then every month I ask her if she's going to stop being a vegetarian <laughs> for the last 14 years. And now she's a vegan and she's loving it. Full transparency, I tried being vegan for three weeks. Yeah. Not for me. I do vegan days. Oh, but yeah? that's just because I'm too lazy to cook, so... A very popular vegan vlogger, known for her years of praising a raw vegan diet. She's also a DJ. It's called No Meats, Sick Beats. <laughs> her name right. is Raw Vana, right? She's been hosting... DJ Raw Vana Brown. <laughs> <laughs> she's been hosting this vegan vlog uh, for right. six years. She's been saying how veganism as, is the cure for all these ailments, such as alcoholism, poor sleep, claiming that the plant-based diet has completely right. changed her life. Fair enough. And then she was caught eating meat. <laughs> That's a shame. She <laughs> says she's had to secretly public. add eggs and fish into her diet mm. because about two months ago she started having complicated health problems from yeah. her strictly vegan diet. Well, whatever your your diet that you want to be doing, or if you want to be a vegetarian, a vegan, pescatarian, whatever it may be, uh, I think as long as you're substituting all the requirements of mm -hmm. iron and vitamin C and all that thing, I think then that's the main thing. Whatever you eat, go nuts. And Just this is it. A lot sure of people go, yes, I'm going to live, a, I'm going to eat a raw vegan diet. Hashtag clean living. And then they don't know what it means. No. And just cutting meat out altogether is not healthy. 
Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need to you replace need... what meat was giving you. And this is what she's saying now, that she has these different ailments to her body and her raw vegan plant-based diet yeah. isn't helping fix them like she magically told everyone they did so for she's done six a, years. she's done a big old backflip. Huge backflip. Right. 13, 12, 16. Oh, no. Have you been vegan and why'd you go back? Ooh. I feel like we're in dangerous territory because we might have to underline that vegans hate us now. Yeah, well, we, it's, the, super it's, it's a very well-known fact that okay. vegans traditionally don't like this show because, look, we make fun of a lot of vegans. 13, 12, 16, give us a call. Get up with Tim and Jess. Better. 7.51. Tim and Jesse are on Hit CQ and uh, it's a very unknown fact about that song that he wrote better about when he was a, a vegan and then he oh. uh, had a steak for the first time and, and chicken. <laughs> and he felt better. N- nothing is better than this. <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, apologies if you are a vegan or a vegetarian. We're not poking fun, no. No. I believe if you are committed to the vegan or the vegetarian diet, good on you. I can't do it. I'm nope. impressed. I have tried. Full disclosure, I have tried for three You're weeks. so brave. It did not work well for me. So um, but we are making fun a little bit of Ravana. She was a vegan vlogger mm-hmm. and preached this vegan lifestyle for right. six years, saying it can cure alcoholism, mm-hmm. it can cure sleep deprivation, it can cure all these things. And then she was caught eating fish and eggs <laughs> because it turns out her body didn't enjoy a vegan lifestyle like she was preaching. Oh, man, it's so tricky because you never know how your body's going to react to certain things. Like, you could handle it better than I could. Like, Mm. your body naturally might just be like, yeah, I'm fine. And my body's like, what are we doing? And this is the thing. No matter what diet you're on, you need to make sure you're doing it properly because maybe it's not for you. And we have been asking on 13, 12, 16, are you a vegan? Just going back to the dark side. And why? Why did you do it? And Shannon from Gladson's called through on 13, 12, 16. Shannon, were you a vegan that's come back to the dark side? Yes, I did. Tell oh, us the story, welcome mate. Welcome back, Can, Shannon. Good on you for having a crack at it. What, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Um, I recently became single and pretty much was too poor to buy, um, you know, full groceries, so I decided it was a good good time to go vegetarian vegan. And I did it for about three years. Right. Impressive. Um, and I, I thought it was pretty great. And then me and my girlfriends decided to go on a cruise. And that's when, that's the day it ended. It's yeah. all out the window. Look, I'll just do it for the cruise. <laughs> Six years later, here we are. Uh, but, hey, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's great that, like, you, you're not stubborn with yourself. Whether you're a vegetarian that's like, no, I'm going to start eating meat. Actually, no, maybe this isn't and for no me. And no one can blame you, Shannon. You get on that cruise, you see the buffet, and all, all hell goes loose. The buffet was a challenge and I did not last the seven days. So <laughs> that was my downfall from that. I didn't last boarding. It was a very rough institute. What was the first thing you ate? Because after oh. my three weeks of veganism, bacon was the first thing I went back to. Uh, uh, mine was steak. Steak. <laughs> yeah, you might as well go hard. Come That's, on, my girl, yep. That's my girl, Shannon. That's my girl. Anyway, yep. thanks for your call, champ. <laughs> No worries. And Jordan from Yapoon listening to 107.9 is called through on 13, 12, 16. Jordan, did you return to the dark side after being a vegan? No, my fiancé has no. She's been vegan for two years, mm-hmm. but she started to realise she was 
not getting energy or feeling dizzy when she stood up. So wow, <laughs> that's scary. It's you've always when you change your diet, always. I can't stress enough. You need to see your doctor first. Yeah, Jordan, um, was your fiance like? Were you vegan with her, or did you no. just eat your meat in front of it? <laughs> I was a very energetic person. <laughs> I will say my sister and brother-in-law are vegans and they are doing it properly and they're, they're healthy as anything. And this is the so, thing, as long as you do any diet properly, it can work for your body oh, type. But you, you, yeah, some... there's a lot to know about doing it. There's yeah. a lot to know. I you think it's... Start doing it. There's no one rule. It's each to your own because everyone's body's different mm-hmm. and how they react to things. So something yeah. that work that might work for your sister Jordan might not work for your fiance. So that's the yeah, tricky thing. Hey what, Jordan, what was the first thing you your missus ate after she went away from veganism? Uh, it was a piece of steak. Yeah, yeah. steak. Steak's, steak's the one. She looked at me with a look in her eye that I could tell she missed it. <laughs> hey, hey Jordan, uh, we really appreciate your call, mate. And to celebrate veganism, we're going to give you a bag of Coco Loco beef oh jerky. Oh my god, yes, the perfect. <laughs> Celebration. Yeah, mate. Stay, stay on the phone. We're going to get all your details. you got some Coco Loco thanks to Rusty Nail Jerky. <laughs> right, I sure love it. <laughs> get up with Tim and Jess. The 1940s were a strange time, Tim. Um... Right. <laughs> sure. The night between 1939 and 1945, a lot of women entered the workplace for the very first time. It's because it was World War One. Their husbands were off at war. They needed to keep the economy going, so women started entering the workplace, and men had no idea how to de- deal with this foreign creature. I mean. To be honest, can we have a real moment? Yeah. What a scary experience they would have gone through. <laughs> okay. Just you think you're safe at work, and then all of a sudden, bang. Breasts. How do you deal Ugh. with me in the workplace? Oh, I've got a clause in my contract that I can get you removed at any time. <laughs> oh, okay. It's highlighted. You clearly don't have that clause because you would have got rid of me a long time ago. Oh, no, ago. because every day I stay with you, I get paid $1 sure. more. So I see. There is a benefit. There's an upside. Well, there's, I found a pamphlet. Just going guide, through the information. Um, instructing employers how to deal with women entering the workplace. Yeah, you were just saying this. And obviously it would have been very, like, abrupt for oh, these yeah. men in 1940. But uh, I was uh, I was looking at the pamphlet because you left it on your desk. Sure. So I did a bit of research and I've actually found online the old commercial for oh. the campaign about women coming to your workplace and how to prepare yourself because obviously it was oh, scary. Oh, that's neat. So I've got it. it. It's very old audio, so it's very hard to hear. A bit crackly. But um, I'll just play it now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this is how Let's all men... learn yeah. how not to be in 2019. <laughs> Coming to a workplace near you in 1940, Women in the Workplace. Brought to you by the Radio Corporation Australia, when you supervise a woman. Women entering the workplace can be a scary situation for you and your workmates. So here are some handy tips to make sure the integration of women into your workplace can go as smooth as a 1933 Beamer C4. Number one, women are teachable. You can avoid horseplay or kidding, she may resent it. And you can suggest rather than reprimand. It creates a better work environment. Oh, my, that was a mighty offensive joke you just told there. Now, step number two, women are patient. Consider her education, work experience, and temperament in assigning her a job. Oh, dear, I'm so unqualified. Number three, women are careful. Relieve a monotonous job with rest periods and, if possible, use music during fatigue periods to pep up her step. 
Oh, this tune! It's making me forget I have no rights whatsoever. And fourth and final, call on a trained woman counsellor in your personal department. Someone to interpret a woman's attitudes and actions to find out what women workers think and want. So as women enter your workplace, just remember, they're human beings too. Mama, I can't wait to earn an honest wage, just like the men, but slightly less. Get up with this. Tim and Jess. Marooned at first sight on the beautiful Heron Island with Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Look, we are all obsessed with Married at First Sight, but Tim and I think that we can make it better. I'm obsessed with love more than anything else. I love me some love, and, and I need you to prove your love to me. And Because your relationship doesn't have the stamp of approval if we haven't given it to you. Look, the Married at First Sight experts... <laughs> experts. Please. Tim and I are better experts than anyone else when it comes to love. Absolutely. Do you know, on my own yesterday, I thought about vacuuming. Oh, my God. Our house. With Hang my, on a sec. Girlfriend. Let me prepare your medal. I haven't done it. Where is it? Oh, you, thought, it. you just thought about I'm it. I'm going to do it today, hopefully, <laughs> depending on how the day goes. All we're asking is for you to tell us how you met your partner in 25 words or less. <laughs> and in exchange, you get to spend two nights with us on beautiful Heron Island <laughs> in the middle of the Great Barrier Reef. And look, we're going to maybe perform some experiments on your Maybe relationship. Maybe a little bit tiny experiments, but that's okay. Uh, but <laughs> you do need to enter. Great entries coming through. Just inundated with entries. Hit.com.au is where you need to go. Sure. Uh, Taylor from Gracemere said that she met her partner. <laughs> this is my favourite. He messaged me on Facebook and said, are you ready to get seriously disappointed? <laughs> and it got her attention. <laughs> They've been together for two years. That's beautiful. I can't wait for I them imagine- to recite their vows at the wedding and be like, he messaged my DMs, <laughs> said that he was nothing. I imagine that's how you used to pick up women. Are you ready to get seriously disappointed? No, I, I went in confident. Yeah? I used to, my trick, and now I don't need to use it anymore because oh, I have a long-term Pass partner. Pass on your wisdom, you but, love uh, expert to you. to make them feel really hurt, I would say, like, it was really great seeing you, Jessica Pantu. Full name. That's who you are, Jessica Pantu. It works. Make them feel heard or hurt? Make, make them feel heard. Oh, I was like, make them feel that hurt. doesn't hurt me. That's my name. <laughs> You're shorter than I anticipated. <laughs> That's how you hurt someone. Anyway, tell us in 25 words or less how you and your partner first met and you could be coming with us to Heron Island in just two weeks' time. Absolutely. But we do have trending now, the biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland coming up very soon. And uh, look, you know what's trending? Mm. Age. I want to tell you how you can live to two if I have to drink water, I'm not on board. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Let's go. Trending now. Hit.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. Scientists have found the key to living to 200. Whoa. Whoa. That's too old. They effectively doubled the lifespan of worms that they were working with and think we could potentially do it with humans as well. Now, I'm no scientist. (laughs) But I have never looked at a worm and thought, brother, sister, how are you down there in that mud? Well, they figured um, with their research, they removed a gene called DAF-2. No, it's IDGAF and it's Dua Lipa. (laughs) It's a great single. It was number one in the UK. This gene, I don't know how they switched it off. They went in, they found the light switch. They switched the switch off um, in adult worms and they lived for the human equivalent of 200 years. So someone's going to go inside me and turn off a switch? The most exciting part was they could still reproduce normally. 
They still went on to have lots and lots of kids. So you could have a kid at 110 years old. But is your body going to age at the same rate? Because I think after 100 years, your body really starts to Well, this is the thing. So if you take this gene out at the right time, it stops the body from aging so quickly. You know what will help population? Making people live longer. Yeah. (laughs) Great idea. Nah. Two, two, don't risk it. Don't play with it. <laughs> Look, they don't know how Put to switch. Put the science back in the box. Okay, they haven't figured out how to switch the gene off in humans Turn yet. It down. But we could be living to a 200 no, in our lifetime. You. No, thank this you. This is exciting. We need to move on because I'm scared. Okay. Science has gone too far yet again. <laughs> hey, coming up next, we've been talking about this Easter float. My vision is finally coming to life. I'm so excited to sit on my throne as we make our way through the Easter parade You're this so year. You're so excited you've walked away from your microphone. Come I'm, back down to um, level. I'm so sorry. There we go. We'll talk Easter up next, <laughs> eh? Get up with Tim and Jess. Beyonce. Sean up tall. Baby boy. It's 8.38. Tim and Jess here for R&B Fridays on HitCQ. Thanks to Reef City Motors. We're going to put that on the playlist for the uh, the float. Oh, the Easter float. Yes. Yeah, Gladstone Harbour Festival on Sunday. We are entering a, a float that we don't currently have in our possession. Sunday the 21st of April, not this Sunday. Um, and you can still get involved. We are now under a month away. Mate, okay. So you need to realise that we are working every day of yeah. the Easter thing. So we're judging the talent show. On the Wednesday night. On the Friday, we are going to be entering the Great Raft Regatta. Yes. On the Saturday, we are going to be at the Seafood Festival hosting that. Delicious. So the one day we had off, mm. you are now getting Still us got to work. Thursday? Yeah, but that's a weekday. It's not a public <laughs> holiday. You're giving us more work. And look, don't get me wrong, I've always wanted to be We've involved in a parade. To be on a float. But this is more work we're not getting paid for. And lots of people have always wanted to be on float. I wanted to open it up for people who aren't able yeah. to enter their own float at gladstonefestival.com. And what you have stated is that you have had, what was it, a, an, epiphany an epiphany of a, of a vision, vision of a review no. of a thought It was an epiphany of a, of a vision, and my vision was that the float that we pull behind the ute, our hit car, yeah. is going to be shaped like an Easter basket. Right. It is a proper treat. Even though the language that you're using destroys me no end... I can't fault the idea. Thank you. I think it's incredible. It's brilliant. It's I not was often there you... when you realized, you were like, no, I've got it. Uh, epiphanies hit me hard. <laughs> like a That's, bus. They smack me. But can I just say something? Mm. Because I feel like I need to get ahead of the scandal. Right. Because I, I, I've no, how long have we known each other? Three years? Yeah. I feel like I know you well enough to know where this goes. Right. So not only have we already talked about how that you're not going to do any physical work building this float. Oh, well, it's not my job, is it? Well, we've made it simple so that you can help us build this float. <laughs> I'm concerned that just like Mardi Gras and Moomba, yeah. you're going to make yourself the king or queen. I mean, would that be the worst this, thing in the world? Yeah. See, this is what I, I know you, bud, and that's okay. I'd be queen, And obviously. central Queensland. I need a king. It can't be you. you. But you know what I know you hate? Being in charge and leading things. Yeah, that's true. I want all the notoriety and none of the responsibility. <laughs> you want to be uh, a CEO, not a, a VP CEO, because the the VPs do all the work. I'm basically Meghan Markle. Like I want, I want the reputation. Hey, whoa, whoa, banned off the show. I banned don't off ha- the show. You know that Royals are banned off the I show. I don't want to have to do any work. <laughs> what I'm thinking is that we get someone listening. That's a listener of the radio station. Sure. Not to be the Easter king or queen, mm. but to be our, for central Queensland's, Easter 
supreme leader. Oh, it sounds like a pizza and I'm on board. You know who else is a supreme leader? Kim Jong-un. Oh, okay. That's He's in charge. <laughs> Tell me someone more that's in charge than Kim Jong-un. Does it have to be someone that's like a pillar of the community or can it just no, be anyone? it can be anyone. Just soulmate Harry from I, down the road. I th- well, Weepix Harry absolutely True. probably deserves to be in contention. True. We can get a panel of people to help us select someone in central Queensland oh, to so be our Easter supreme leader. Can we make them a crown? Yes, you don't, Again, get, I you don't be, get to wear it. You don't get to wear it. I won't be involved in the making of the crown. All right. Look, next <laughs> week... Make a crown, someone! Someone in the back, make a crown. We'll get the tech team on it. I know you work on computers, but this is in <laughs> your area as pressing. well. It's not in ours. Look, all right, next week, yep. we'll go into it a bill. Maybe we'll start taking some calls of people nominating people to be the Easter Supreme Leader. I love this. Yeah. It's about time I contributed to the show. <laughs> Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.